in the next. Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Ah, yes, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. We are on the eve of the AFL finals. We can't wait to get stuck into that. I'll dissect the four games, try and find a few winners. As always, I'm joined by Mark Ward, Junior. Once again, mate, your NRL tipping has been off the charts this year. Last week, your multi, the Eels, the Rabbitohs, the Roosters all got up. Your same game multi in the Roosters, Storm game got up. You're on fire. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Joey. Uh, the racing wasn't so good, which is uh, was disappointing, but we got it, got our money back in the NRL, so hopefully we can continue on that. The NRL's got the last round uh, this weekend before the finals, so there's a few good, interesting games there that could decide the finishing order of the teams, but uh, all the focus, of course, is on the AFL with the finals starting uh, this weekend. So, Joey, the pressure's on you, mate, to give us some uh, some good tips on the AFL. We're looking forward to that. Yeah, it is. I will. I'll try my best. It is a tough weekend. I must admit, three of the games are pretty even, but I think there's one that stands mm. out. But uh, the NRL, I saw Penrith have rested all their stars, which you predicted would probably happen last round of the year. Yeah. They're gearing up for a premiership. Yeah, there's a, there's a few teams that might rest players. The, the squads have got to be named on Wednesday afternoon. I think they've got to name 22 players. But depending how results go on the Thursday and Friday games, there could be some players rested over the weekend. Uh, for some of the teams um, that are already sort of pretty much in their position. So interesting to see how that plays out. But, uh, yeah, the Panthers have got the luxury of holding down the number one spot, so they're probably resting, I think, about eight of their players. They're still a pretty strong side, but, uh, you know, good luck to them that they're in that position that, that they can do that. Yeah, and we'll get to your tips in a minute. I must declare my hand, Junior. I always follow your NRL tip because you're very good. So I took the Eels, I took the Rabbitohs, but I went to the Melbourne Storm game. No AFL yes. last week. I went along with a few mates. I couldn't help myself. I had to back the Storm. I couldn't <laughs> follow you in with the Roosters. I just yeah, didn't feel natural. You, so it's cost me big time. I should have stuck with you. Yeah, and I tell you what, it was a great game. Jeez, it was physical, game. that game. They, they hit each other so hard. Um, and probably the Storm were... You know, they were a little unlucky not to win, but the Roosters had a lot of calls go their way. But, geez, it was a good game of footy. So, yeah, the Storm, uh, they were very, very physical in that game. There's a couple of big hits that the front yeah. rowers. Uh, while we were Hargraves for the uh, Roosters, he got into a, a bit of a stink with a few of the Melbourne Storm forwards. So, yeah, it was good fun to watch, actually. Yeah, it was a brutal contest. Loved it. But we're going to turn our mm. attention to the AFL today because, as I said, the finals are starting this weekend. Four games Kicking off tonight, Thursday night, up at the Gabba, an elimination final between the Brisbane Lions and Richmond. Brisbane, top four all year they were, up until the final round. They slide to sixth, and they take on a Richmond side who have just been humming the back end of the season, if not for a few really heartbreaking close losses. They could be sitting in the top four quite easily, the Tigers, one of the form teams of the competition, the back half of the season. We know they've done it in previous years, winning three premierships. This will be an absolute beauty to break it down for you, Junior, basically these two are the number one and two mm -hmm. scoring teams in the competition. They have no trouble kicking goals, but both of them leak points defensively. They, they are struggling to stop other teams scoring. Um, so it's going to come down to which team can just tighten up defensively in this game and be able to just defend better because both teams will get their chances to score. Brisbane are a better clearance team. If they can dominate around the clearances with Lockie Neal, that's their best chance. But... I just think Richmond, I've got more faith in them. They've got more firepower in their forward line. Dusty Martin returns for the first time in about eight weeks. He's just going to play as a deep forward. So that's a threat for the Brisbane Lions defence. Tom Lynch is coming into it as the number one key forward in the game. He's been on fire the last four or five weeks. Tigers, for me, I think... 
get this done. I know it's at the Gabba. I think Brisbane have won 17 of their last 20 or something like that up at the Gabba. They're hard to beat, but for me, Richmond, I, I really like. So I, I think that they can get the job done. Um, one to 39 is probably the margin. I don't think they're going to certainly blow out uh, at Brisbane Lions up at the Gabba. It is a tough one to pick, Brisbane. I know, very good at home, but I'm just going to lean towards Richmond in that one. I, I think they should get the job done. Too much firepower. That's Thursday night footy. And then we had the Friday mm -hmm. night, Melbourne v Sydney. Well, this is a cracking game. This is a qualifying final. So the winner will get a home preliminary final, have the week off and set themselves. And these are two teams that are, have, have come in with some form. So Melbourne were really patchy through the middle of the year, but have found a bit of form late. Sydney have been on fire the back half of the season. This is going to be a really low-scoring affair, I think, because both teams are really strong defensively. I think they're basically both in the top three or four defensively over the last six or eight weeks. It'll be a real arm wrestle. I think Melbourne will want to keep it as a bit of a scrap. They don't want it to be a shootout because Sydney are probably the better side if it's played as a, as a bit of a shootout. So this will be a low-scoring affair. It's meant to be a bit wet and greasy in Melbourne this weekend. So Hard for me to pick a winner, but I do like the total points under. It's about 166 points. I think 161 points is the, the line there. I'm pretty confident that'll be under. Um, it, that's, that's you know, team kicking 90 to 70, something like that. That'll be pretty high scoring for me. I don't think it'll get to that. So in that game, I like the total points under. Then we head to Saturday afternoon, Collingwood v Geelong. This is probably the one that I'm most confident on. I know Collingwood have had an amazing run, and I know that early in this year I was... Uh, I kept underestimating them, and they kept got getting the job done. But you can't keep coming from behind at three-quarter time. They've done it seven out of 11 times this year. I mean, it's been a remarkable season, but I think against the best team in the competition in the Cats, you can't afford to do that. Geelong have won 13 straight. They are absolutely humming. All their players are fit. They're peaking. They've set themselves for the finals. I think there's a clear class gap between these two teams, and if Geelong bring their best, they should win. Uh, I think the lines are almost a three-goal start or just under. I think Geelong really should win by three goals or more. So I think the bet for them to cover the line is probably the way to go. If you want to have a bet in that game, they should get the job done. The Pies will get a double chance, though, and try and redeem themselves the following week. And the final game of the AFL final series, Fremantle v the Western Bulldogs over in Perth Saturday night. It's meant to be wet, which doesn't really suit the Dockers. They are a team that have struggled in the wet. But the Western Bulldogs are missing their best player, Tom Libertore. He's a, he's a star. He's their clearance winner. Out with a hamstring injury. I know Fremantle don't have Nat Fife either, but Fife hasn't played for the majority of the season. Fremantle have done a, a really good job. I think if Freo can just break even around the clearances and not let the Western Bulldogs dominate, which is normally their go, I think Freo should get the job done at home. Uh, again, tricky with the conditions. Won't be overly high scoring, but I think Fremantle should get the win for me. So they're probably the four tips in the AFL, Junior, I think three mm -hmm. of the games are, are really a, a tight, and I, I like Geelong. Yeah. I think they should get the job done. Yeah, and it's interesting because you're saying the games are going to be tight, but in, in the betting in three of those games, there's, there's pretty dominant favourites there with Melbourne, Geelong, and Fremantle. So. Yeah, Melbourne City, that, that's a really interesting one because the, the form coming in, that's an even game. That's 50-50. Mm. I'm surprised that the market is so heavily favoured towards Melbourne. There does seem to be a lot yeah. of interest. And I think maybe it's a lot of sentimental just presuming that Melbourne are just come finals time are going to play their best. But if you... If you break it down, Sydney's yep. last six or eight weeks have been as good as anyone. So that, that for me, is a bit closer than the market suggests. Okay. All right. Well, well, we'll look at that. Might have a little something on the swans at the value there. Yep. All right. Well, we'll go to the NRL, Joey. So this is the last round before the finals start next week. Uh, it's all about where you finish on the table. If you finish in the first four, you get two chances. Uh, if you finish from five to eight, 
their knockout game. So you really want to finish in that top four. So tonight's game is a huge game. The Eels versus the Storm um, down in Melbourne. Uh, the Eels, um, they're going to start favourites uh, in this game, having beaten the Storm four of their last five. But I... I'm, th- I'm tipping the Storm tonight. I just think they're going to be too physical for the Eels. They're going to be really rough and tough like last week. I know Jerome Hughes is a big loss for the Storm, their halfback. He's not playing, but I still think if Storm can win um, you know, in the forwards, which I think they will, they'll be too strong in the forwards, I think they're going to have enough firepower to beat the Eels. Um, but this, this game is going to decide fourth and fifth, um, possibly in the competition. So you want to run fourth. If the Eels win it, it's going to have a big bearing on the Roosters versus the Rabbitohs game, uh, who are currently lying 6th and 7th. Uh, if the Eels win it, then the Roosters and the Rabbits, they can't change their position, so they're probably going to rest their players. They play each other this weekend, but they're going to have to play each other again if the Eels win tonight. So they'll be watching this game closely. If the Storm happen to win, uh, beat the Eels, the Eels will be in, um, vulnerable in that fifth spot. And if the Roosters or the Rabbitohs, one of them wins that game, they will actually go to fifth spot, which is going to be vital in that bottom half of the draw. So it's a little bit confusing, but tonight's winner will definitely finish uh, fourth. So that's a pretty interesting game tonight. But my all-up uh, will start with tonight's game. I'm going to go with the Storm as the outsiders at $2.25. I think, Charlie, roughly that sort of price. Yep. I just think at home they're going to be tough. Uh, they're going to be hard to beat. So I'll go with the Storm. The rest of the weekend's a nightmare. You know, there's there's teams that aren't in the hunt. There's teams that could rest players like the Chooks and the Rabbitohs who play each other. So I'm going to go with the Warriors on Saturday night. This is the first time I've even looked at a Warriors game all uh, <laughs> all competition. They're playing the they're playing the Titans who, you know, they're pretty hot and cold. So the Warriors are favourites. You know, there's a saying don't um, don't back bad teams when they're a short price. But I think the Warriors can beat the Titans over in New Zealand on Saturday night. So we'll go with them as the second team in the all up. Then we've got the Broncos. Uh, now, their, their season's on the line. They've got to win. They've got to win to, to maybe finish uh, eighth. Uh, so there's the Broncos and the Raiders finishing. Um, they're fighting out for that eighth spot. So the Broncos are going to be desperate. Um, you know, I think I think they can get away with uh, beating the Dragons uh, this weekend. The Dragons have been hot and cold. They're not a bad side on their night, but I think the Broncos too much to play for. So I've got the Broncos at $1.60. And that means if the Broncos win, then the Raiders have got to win uh, to, to actually finish eighth. They're playing the Tigers, uh, the last game on uh, Sunday. And the, the Raiders are short, but I think they'll, they'll, they'll have too much to play for beating the Tigers. So my all-up is the Storm into the Warriors, into the Broncos, into the Raiders, Charlie. I'm not confident this weekend, but that's what I'm going with. What price we got? It's paying $7, so if it gets up, you'll have a nice little pocket filler. Okay, Seven dollars. So that's that's what we're looking at. Um, but tonight's the big game: the Eels versus the Storm. All right. Well, I'll go to my same game multi while I'm, I'm on a roll here, and we've got the Chooks versus the Rabbitohs. So this game could mean a lot, depending on how the Eels go tonight, or it could mean nothing. You know, they've got nothing to play for. They're going to finish in the same spots and play each other in the first round of the finals. The Roosters and the Rabbitohs. Funnily enough, I think these two teams—they're at six and seven on the table at the moment—but I reckon they're better than the teams at two and three, the Sharks and the Cowboys. So it's it's interesting. Some of the stronger teams might be in the back half of the the semi-finals. But I'm going with mm. the Chooks to win tonight. I'm not that confident because they're they're losing a few players. They've got Victor Radley out uh, and, and Daniel Tupo, but. 
South's got a couple of players out too. They've got Damian Cook and Campbell Graham out, a couple of key players there. So there's a few players missing from each team, but I'm going to go with the Chooks to win into a low-scoring game. I think both these teams, um, you know, it's going to be a tight game. So I'm going to go under the 43.5, which is quite a low total, but I think it's going to be a tight, low-scoring game. And I'm going to go with Joseph Manu to score a try any time uh, try scorer for uh, the Chooks, he's a, he's a very good player in the centres there. Big rangy centre, knows how to get over the over the try line. So there's my same game multi. Chooks to win, under 43.5, Joseph Manu to score. Charlie, what do we got? Paying $7.75 on blue bet. Okay, there we go, $7.75. $7. So there, that's my good. same game multi. Uh, over to you, Joe, if you're your same yeah, game think, multi. Yeah I'll, yeah, I'll give my same game multi, and we'll just multi up my the four tips that I went with yep. for the game. So we'll start with my same game multi, the Geelong-Collingwood game. As I said earlier, I think this is the one that Geelong can cover the line. I think they should win by at least three goals, so that's the line bet. Brody Mychek for the Pies will kick a goal in this game. The, the, the key forwards kick the most goals for the year. You can put down Jeremy Cameron for a couple, two goals for him in this one. He kicked six goals when these teams played earlier in the year. He just missed out on the Coleman medal, not playing in the final game. I think he should kick a couple. And then just two players to get some possessions. Jordan Dugowie will get 20 disposals or more, no problems. He's a specialist in finals, had some big finals uh, series for the Pies in the past. And Cam Guthrie, the ever-consistent midfielder, uh, he'll get 25-plus touches like he has most of the year. He also plays well in finals. We put them together. Charlie, the same game, multi for me. Geelong the line, my check a goal. Cameron, two goals. Guthrie, 25 touches. Dugowie, 20 touches. Paying $6. $6. Right, I've got your multi-odds as well, or do you want to just remind us of your, of your yeah, tips for that I'll, one? Yeah, yeah, they're my and my multi Charlie. Just for the, those that were listening before, I think Richmond one to thirty nine is the play tonight at the Gabba against the Brisbane Lions. I think the Melbourne Sydney game for me it's a fifty fifty, but the total points under one hundred and sixty one is definitely the way to go there. Geelong to cover the line and Fremantle to win over in Perth Saturday night. Paying eleven dollars sixty, so good odds there. All right, eh? There we mm, go. Juicy, so, juicy, juicy. Juicy, and yeah, it's going to be a fascinating <laughs> weekend. Hey, then we turn our attention to On The Track Junior. I'll kick off just quickly. Yes. We've got Mooney Valley this weekend. At the moment, it's in the soft six range. There's going to be some more rain, as I said, around. So it's probably going to be that soft seven range, maybe creep into a heavy eight, but definitely need some horses that can handle the wet. And I'm going to start in race two over the uh, Cox Plate distance at 2,040 metres. Small field of eight horses, but there's one that I want to back each way called Mohican Heights. Uh, it's fourth up, um, and I think it's ready to win this time around. Last start over this distance and track, it, it was a strong second. And from uh, the good gate this time around, middle gate, 54 kilos. It does have good form on the soft. I think Mohican Heights is ready to run a, a really good race and, and win. So I want to take the each-way odds in a, in a pretty small field, Charlie. Race two, Mohican Heights. Paying $4.80 to win and $1.80 to place. Yep, I'll take that. Thank you very much. And then we want to go to race six, number three. This is the Atlantic Jewel, a listed race over 1,200 metres. There's a horse that's had three starts that I really like that I want to stick with called I'm Loving Ya. Uh, on debut, it missed the kick at the start of the year in the Blue Diamond Prelude uh, over 1,000 metres, the Blue Diamond Preview, I should say, which sort of cost it. And then it went to a listed race over 1,100 at Flemington and won really impressively. It was first up a couple of weeks ago in the Group 3 Quisette. Um, watching that replay again, it just got shuffled back midfield, cluttered between some horses, and then it didn't get some clear air till probably the last 150, and then really hit the line nicely. I think second up, 1,200 from Gate 3, with Damien Lane on board. If it can just sort of peel out and get some momentum coming around that bend at, at Mooney Valley, I think it can win. So I want to back race six, number three. I'm loving out on Saturday. It's the favourite at $3.50. 
Yep. And then the last one is the uh, in the Chautauqua Stakes. What a good horse Chautauqua was. Another listed race over 1,200 metres. Race seven, number four. This is the Snowden Gelding called Rangers. Uh, this horse is super consistent. It's five runs this prep have all been listed level or group three level. It's one, two of them and placed in the other three. I think it's there's no reason why it's not going to run a, a top three again and maybe even, I think, win. From barrier one, does love the soft again. 15 starts for six wins and four placings. It's a pretty open race, but I just think with the soft gate, loves the soft track, super consistent. Rangers at a good value, I think, in this race, Charlie, in an open race, I want to be on. It's been well backed already. Opened at $10 into $6.50 to win and $2.40 to place. Well, that has mm. been well backed. I thought I saw $8 earlier this morning. So well, they're coming race for seven, it. number four, Rangers is the way to go. They're my three, Junior at Mooney Valley, yep. but the more important ones, we want to get your tips yep. this weekend and okay. uh, particularly the War Stable Mail. Yes, uh, Joey, we've, we've haven't had a lot of luck lately, the War Stable. We had a really close second there at Warwick Farm on the Wednesday yesterday. So we'll start with Kim's runners. Uh, actually, today at Musselbrook uh, in race four, number one, Foolish. I think uh, he's a very good uh, winning bet up there. I think he's around the $2.80 mark. He just got nutted last start. He won the start before. So race four, number one, Foolish today at Musselbrook. Should be very hard to beat. Then we go tomorrow, Friday. It's Wyong uh, Gold Cup Day at my local course. Wyong, I'm on, on the board there. And Kim, of course, trains at Wyong. So a big day at Wyong. Tomorrow we've got the the, the listed Wyong Cup and the listed Mona Lisa Stakes. Is always a good race for the fillies and mares. Um, so big day at Wyong. We've got a couple of runners. Nothing in the big races. Um, but we've got a runner. Race one, number one, Develop. Now, this is an eight-year-old. Uh, hasn't raced for just under three years. We own the horse and he's had a few issues, but we've had him at home, just kept him in uh, in work. Uh, he's been in and out of work, had a few issues. So he's running tomorrow, uh, race one, uh, developed. So uh, a little bit of race fitness might come out of this run, but he should be an each-way chance. He's actually trialed quite well. So we'll start off there, race one, and then we'll go to the last race, uh, number three, Tinker's Lad. Uh, we've tipped this horse before. He's had a little freshen up since his last run. Uh, he's uh, in... A pretty competitive 1,100-metre uh, race there at Wong. You need a bit of luck over 1,100 because it's only a short straight, a tight turning course. But he's uh, he's in the last there. I think he's about uh, about $8, $9. Um, Charlie, what do you got Tinker's let in the last at, at Wong tomorrow? $10 on Bluebet, $3.10 to okay. place. Yeah, he's worth an each-way bet, Tinker's late uh, tomorrow. Then we go Saturday to Ramwick. Now, Ramwick at the moment is a soft seven. There is some rain forecast, so I'm thinking it probably might get into the heavy range on Saturday, which will suit our runner in race two, the midway. That is uh, Bubba, number five. She's a real mudlark. Uh, she hasn't had much luck uh, with barriers. Again, she draws a wide barrier on Saturday, but the 1,800-metre start... We might just you know, ride for luck and go back from an awkward barrier, but uh, she should be a good each-way chance. Bubba on Saturday, race two. Charlie, what do you got? I think she should be some sort of good each-way odds there. Yeah, good odds. $12 to win, $3.80 to place. Yep. I think she might shorten up if we get more rain, so uh, that might be a bad price to take at the moment for Bubba. And then we'll go to Hawkesbury on Saturday. Uh, we've got one runner out there, race seven, number 13, Shadows of Love now. I would have just about declared this horse uh, if it had drawn a barrier. Its two trials have been super. It's first up. Uh, it's got it having its first run for us on Saturday. I just see the barrier draw, barrier 14 of 14, which might get us a better price. So Shadows of Love on Saturday out there. Hmm. Uh, obviously, it would have been nice to draw a barrier, but just keep an eye on Shadows of Love if, if she runs on Saturday or, or if she runs later in the week. She's she's flying. She's, she's won two trials very impressively. So there's the War Stable Runners. As far as my tips other than that at Ramwick on Saturday, great days racing. There's a lot of group racing and a lot of top horses 
resuming from spells and a few horses there in the Concord Stakes, uh, which is Group 3, the sprint race, who are you know, Everest horses. I mean, there's Eduardo, Mars Crusader, and a couple of up-and-comers like Andermatt, who, if happened to win on Saturday, might be an Everest chance as well. So that's an interesting race. And the Tramway Stakes, Zaki, Profondo, you know, that's a very good race as well. So lots of good group racing on Saturday. But my three tips, I'll go with three tips. We'll start off in the highway race one, number eight, Opal Ridge. Now, I think this is the best bet of the day. We're going to get our money early, boys. Beautiful. Now, this, um, this, this filly's been racing in group races, which is very unusual for a highway horse. She's been running in, in the three-year-old group races, been running well too, ran third there a couple of starts ago. Last start, eighth. Uh, was much better than looked. Actually ran the, the fastest last 200 of the day, uh, running eight Opal Ridge. Now, it's in a highway, uh, so number eight Opal Ridge. Charlie, what price you got for us? What, what can you give us? Paying $2.60 on Bluebet. $2.60. Well, I think that's a good price. So that'll kick us off with a few bob in our pocket, hopefully on Saturday. So race one, number eight. Then we'll go. I'm going to go to the Concord Stakes. I'm going to I'm gonna bet against my, my old favourite horse with Eduardo. I'm going to go with Andermatt. So that's race five, number eight, Andermatt, the Godolphin uh, up-and-coming horse. Uh, it's, it's had 11 starts for five wins, but it's gone through its grades really nicely. Last prep, it's trialled up beautifully, uh, draws a good gate, and I think if this horse can win on Saturday, I think it could be an Everest horse, uh, Andermatt. So I'm going to bank bank on the up-and-comer here, knocking off Eduardo. So you could probably go each way, but I think it's around $4.50, isn't it, Charlie? What price is Andermatt? Yeah, just a touch higher, $4.60 on Bluebet. Yeah, so it's probably a bit skinny to go each way, but maybe you could take the Quinella with Eduardo in that race. So we'll go Andermatt there. And then my value bet is going to be in race eight, the Chelmsford Stakes, uh, number four, Stockman. Now, this horse loves wet tracks, so the better... The wetter, the better for Stockman. It resumed a couple of weeks ago, uh, ran on very strongly, gets up to the mile. Um, good, honest, tough horse. And I just think uh, there's a few horses here first up from a spell. Might be a little bit underdone. And I think Stockman, if we get more rain, uh, I, I think it's a good value bet. So Stockman, each way is the value bet in race eight. Charlie, what price? $16 to win that one, $4.40 to place. Okay, there you go. So there... My tips for the track on uh, on the weekend and starting today at Musselbrook. I like it, Junior. Plenty there to follow. Shadows of Love will follow at Hawkesbury. See where that goes. Opal Ridge, the best, yeah. and of course Andermatt. And you did, uh, you did, did you back Cascadian last week in Melbourne? You said you were going to back. I the did. Boy. You yeah. ran really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's each way all day. And he Cascadian never, yeah, never he, runs a bad race. So. How'd you yeah, go in that race? What'd you tip? Nah, Tafane was disappointing. I had Lady of Honour yeah. early in the day that one, and then uh, Aft Cabin yeah, was my other best bet that got beat. So a first, a second, and a, a no placing. So not not yeah, so, not the worst that's day, handy. but could have been handy, a whole handy. lot better. Yeah, that'll do. That'll yep. do. So we'll follow these tips this weekend. Yep. And then always before we finish the show, Charlie, we love to finish with a nice team multi just to get a, build a bit of camaraderie amongst the group. Oh. We always give you the new ball. We're not sure which part of the world you're going to go to this week. You've got baseball, EPL. What, what are you thinking? But we need something to kick off a, a team multi. I've kept it simple this week. Uh, I'm sticking in the NRL and I'm going to Friday night, 6 o'clock, the Bulldogs against the Manly Seagulls. And there's a couple of games this weekend which have the um, the total points quite high compared to normal weeks. So in the Dogs-Seagulls game, the line for points is actually 53.5, whereas you might normally see it's about the 46-44 yeah. range. And and the other one on Saturday, Arvo, it, the Warriors-Titans game is actually 57.5. But it might yeah. be a wet Friday night, so I'm going to take the unders for the Dogs-Seagulls game, under 53.5 for the $1.90. 
Okay, under 53 and a half for the dogs. Mm. Who are they playing at dogs and? Dogs and Manly. Manly Seagulls. Manly. Both teams' yeah, attacks have been a bit poor lately, so yeah. I think it might be a low-scoring game. I like that, okay. Charlie. I do like that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Junior. Well, don't mind that. You know what, then? I'm going to stick with you with an unders points bet because on the Friday night as well, so after we watch the Dogs Manly play in a low-scoring Dower affair, click on to the <laughs> AFL, 7.50, Melbourne v Sydney. It's going to be a cracking game, but that is also going to be an arm wrestle. I think the 161 points total uh, is, is too high. I think this, I could see this game being sort of 60 to 70, something along in, in that margin. So I certainly think under 161 for me is... My suggestion for that weekend, so I'm taking that in the Melbourne-Sydney game to follow your, your trend mm-hmm. there, Charlie. Lovely. Love it. All right. Well, pressure's on me then. Um, <laughs> no doubt you two boys will get the job done. But uh, I yep. I struggle this weekend, but I'm going to go with the Warriors against the Titans. I think the Warriors at home, they've got pretty pretty much their full-strength team in um, this weekend. The Titans... They'll, they'll probably be on the gas over there, the Titans, surely. They, they can't feature in the finals. So <laughs> they, they might be out down the viaduct there down in Auckland uh, having a drink and, and something to eat, uh, the Titans. Only joking, they're very professional, of course. But I think the Warriors, minus five and a half at $1.90. I think the Warriors can get the job done, uh, you know, more than more than that. So we'll go with the Warriors, minus five and a half. We've been getting close the last couple of weeks, boys, and this one is paying yeah. $6.86. So I think we get over the line this week. Well, who let us down last week? Yeah. It well, was it wasn't Joey. me. It was, the, it was the Richmond girls in the AFLW. They're the ones oh. that let us down. They led, they led almost the whole game, conceded a goal in the final 45 seconds, cost us our team multi. <laughs> but, and I can't believe we're going to be cheering on the Warriors to cover a line oh, in the NRL. Yeah. Come on, the Warriors. Our last they're, very, leg. they're a consistent team, mate. Very consistent. I have a rule. I don't bet on the Warriors or the Titans. So that game <laughs> yeah, I want to stay well away from. Well, I've never bet on any of them this season, so I thought I'd just roll the dice in the last game because there's too many ifs and buts, some of these other teams. But, uh, yeah, we'll go with the Warriors. Sure. Yeah. Uh, love it. Love it. Hey, it's a great weekend. Great weekend of NRL, AFL in particular, and yep. the racing. Make sure you enjoy your weekend. Of course, gamble responsibly, and we'll be back to do it all again next Thursday. Hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. Yeah, good luck.